Welcome back, faithful listeners, to another edition of God is 365. Hi, I'm Brother Ray. Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor James. We're your host and moderator for today's podcast. This is a podcast that is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective really is twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society have about the true nature of God. And secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Amen. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character 24-7, 365 days a year. Amen. Amen. There are so many great model role models out there, uh, Pastor James, that we can emulate and uh, honor and respect. Mm-hmm. You know, the heroes and sheroes and celebrities alike, and even family members. Mm-hmm. But nothing, absolutely nothing, can compare to the supreme role model of God Almighty. He's Amen. number one. He's number one. I like that. What a world, what a world, what a wonderful, beautiful world this would be if everyone chose to emulate the awesome character of God simultaneously. Amen. Mm -hmm. Pastor James, as always, we want to greet our listening uh, audience before we dialogue. Hello, everybody out there. Hey, y'all. We give you a shout out. Uh, we invite you to listen to our podcasts and subscribe to our previous uh, podcasts on the God is 365 YouTube channel and on the God is 365 website. We also have some other venues of iHeart, uh, the uh, Podbean. Uh, I also understand we're on Apple. And uh, very shortly, soon, 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 uh, we're going to be on Subsplash. Yes. Amen. Amen. We hope that uh, all is well with you today and mm-hmm. something that we say will inspire you to learn to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. 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 Pastor James, how art thou this morning? Uh-huh. I'm thou good. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well, man. All right. God praise, is good all praise, the time. Praise the Lord. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, uh, Pastor James, but I have a very vivid imagination. And a lot of times when I, I, I hear something, something very graphic comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Amen. And as I thought about today's uh, attribute of God, uh, that we're going to discuss. Uh, uh, I, um, and I don't know why this came up in my mind, but tattoos came up in my mind. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, we live in a society that's pretty obsessed with tattoos. Uh, mm. I, I, I would, I would dare to say that we are overly, uh, uh, obsessed with tattoos. Uh, wh- wh- what do you think, Pastor? I, well, I really, you know, I really can't make a judgment on that. I've seen a lot of tattoos. I, I remember watching um, just a few nights ago watching um, um, a sports uh, broadcast, and they were showing some basketball players, and 
And um, one gentleman, he was tatted up from his, uh, you know, his neck. He had a woman's image on there. and But the other two didn't have anything. So I, I don't know if they had tattoos because it was a portrait of, of them. So I don't know if they had tattoos, but I thought that was interesting. So I really, I really can't say. I know a lot of folks have tattoos in these days. Yes. Amen. You know, and, and uh, I've, I've seen some very weird and uh, frightening uh, tattoos. You know. Have you really? Yes. Uh, some people, as you, as you mentioned just now, that tattoos cover their whole body. Mm-hmm. Uh, does, uh, wh- what exactly does the Bible say about tattoos? Do you know? I'm, I'm not really sure. Amen. But I'm sure you have something for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I found something in Leviticus, uh, Pastor yeah. James. Yeah. Leviticus mm-hmm. 19 and 28. And it says, do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. Yeah, I do remember I, seeing I, that. I am yeah. the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I guess what is Christians? Are, are tattoos wrong or right or what? Uh, well, you know, you you have to look at this in context and then the culture and things that were happening back then. And, um, you know, because we look at some other things that were in the Old Testament, particularly in Leviticus. And, and uh, you know, we have to be careful about, you know, how we uh, look at those things. So um, it's, uh, I, I guess, when you look at tattoos, I, I guess it was something that was done um, back in that time. Uh, so I... I, I think it's. It, I think God was making some sort of judgment because I think these these came from from the laws. So those were the laws there. So. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are we saying tattoos are wrong, right? A bad, good, what? Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are we're doing now that you know don't line up with what was going on in the Old Testament. I, I just go back to um, the greatest commandment: the the love others as I have loved you and to love God and you know so you know when I look at that I can overlook some things I can still love you <laughs> amen and and I, I, I I'm not going to put any judgment on on on, on people that uh, have tattoos I mean mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's, it's something that's going to send you to heaven or, mm-hmm. or, or hell mm-hmm. but I, I think it also depends, uh, Pastor James, on your motives, on why you're getting this tattoo. Mm-hmm. Are you, you getting this tattoo to make a hate statement? Are you yeah. getting out of anger? Uh, you know, some some uh, teenagers get it because yeah. they want to make the parents mad. Yeah, you know? so, well, that's you know. a that's a whole different um, yeah that's a whole different uh, context. So yeah. Yeah. You know, and also, are you physically addicted? There are people addicted that where. You know, they end up mm-hmm. tattooing their, their whole body because they just like the sensation of mm-hmm. it. You, I, know? you know, I read a book a long time ago. I can't think of the author, but it was called The Illustrated Man. And this this man had uh, had uh, illustrations or tattoos all over his body. And that, this was some 25, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. even probably even longer than that, that I read this book. And so then it wasn't. In, in the public's eye, it wasn't considered a good thing. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, as I said, I think it's the motive behind the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, it. is it a positive, is it a good motive behind it? Are you trying mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, is it demonic what you, you, you want, the message that you want to send? You know, I, I um, 
as I researched this, you know, I, I, I wanted to know how, whether or not tattoos were uh, harmful to, that, to health. And it, it says that, that, that tattoos uh, actually bleach the skin, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it seems, it, it means that skin infections and other complications are possible. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can also have allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. You well, know, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, folks who are tattoo artists, they're, they're licensed now mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they're, they're regulated by, by the state mm-hmm. uh, in, in many areas. So um, they're supposed to abide by health and safety um, measures right. and precautions, precautions so yeah. they're governed by those things. So Right, right. And just like you take medicine, there mm-hmm. can be some... Uh, after effects mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. uh, and of course that's not in all cases. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Amen. Amen. You know, in terms of God, I think God doesn't want us to do anything that's going to harm mm-hmm. our our bodies, mm-hmm. our mind, and our soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we said in the beginning, it's not something that you know is going to make or break you and send you to heaven mm-hmm. or hell. But you know, look at what your motive is. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's let's get back to the subject at hand. Like I said, my 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 worldly mind, the first thing uh when it came to this attribute was was a tattoo. You know, our, our attribute for the day, uh Pastor Jane, is is God is a God who has written your name on the palm of his hand. Amen. And you know, when I was thinking about that, I really was focusing on his hand. So <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you how, how your mind, your mind goes. Amen. 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 You know, and as always, uh, this has been a great discussion, but as always, we have a very simple and direct methodology on how we examine uh, these attributes of God. And so we, Begin and we do it by looking at four major questions. We're asking four major questions. First of all, what do the scriptures say about this attribute of God's character? Secondly, why do you think God made this attribute a vital part of his character? Number three, why do we need to incorporate this attribute into our character and daily lifestyle? And last, number four, how can we begin the process of internalizing this attribute into our hearts and our spirit? Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor James. Let's just dive into the the, the first uh, question. Amen. It should be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In in, in God's word, where where is this in God's word? Where's where's this scripture? Is this scripture in in God's word? Yeah, well, you know, Isaiah 49 and 16 says, Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. I know that's one of them. I'm interested to see what you have. Well, you know, th- th- I believe, Pastor, and I, I believe you you know this too. That that is probably the only scripture mm. in there about that. But mm. I uh, saw some scriptures that still have the same type of significance. Mm. I, I took Luke twelve and seven. It mm. said, "But God even knows how many hairs you have on your head." head. Okay. head. Mm. Even the hairs on your head have been numbered. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, there's uh, some other scriptures, too, because I I did look a little bit further. Uh Uh, Revelation 14 and 1 says, Then I looked, and behold, on Mount Zion, 
stood the lamb and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. God's word, you know, it, it's going to confirm itself one way or another. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, you know, I also have uh, Psalms 147 and 4. It said he determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. Mm-hmm. So so names are very important to God. Well, if you're looking at names, I I got another one for you. Mm -hmm. In uh, Revelation 21, 27 says, nothing impure will ever enter in in it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. You you know what I'm talking about, right? Amen. 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 Whose names are written in the, you know, so, so God knows your name. Amen. So it's already written. Okay. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You know, uh, what are these scriptures actually trying to say, uh, Pastor James? Well, these these, uh, scriptures are really saying that, you know, when I think about um, these names and they being engraved and and being written, um, it's really a sign that, you know, God is remembering, wants to remember. You know, God, he, he has a long memory. He, under, he understands, remembers everything. But this is symbolic of what he's saying that, you know, he has his name written on his hand, our names written on his hand. That means that he wants us to know that he remembers us, that we're not insignificant, that we're not anonymous. Amen. And I'll ride. God knows your name. Right. I'll ride off your coattails. You know, uh, God wants to emphasize to each one of us that we are a significant Mm -hmm. part of the puzzle Mm -hmm. to complete his uh, universal plan for this world. Amen. 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 And let's clear something up, uh, Pastor James, Mm -hmm. for our our listeners. You know, uh, uh, some of our listeners may be, may, uh, uh, read Isaiah 14, 49 and 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this literal? Does God literally have engraved our name? No, name? that's, that's, that's really uh, symbolic. It's, it's really poetical in a sense, uh, really to give you an idea of what, you know, how God thinks and, you know, some of the most beautiful writing in the world comes from uh, the Bible. Yeah. And um, I won't, you know, when we talk about the imagination, using language to Mm -hmm. really think about it, you know, we really, there's no words really to uh, describe who God is. So Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of names for God. And and he, he himself says, I am who I am, you know, so, you know, there's really nothing that can describe who he is or what he does or how he really thinks of us. And so this is the words are our feeble attempt to try to describe and just begin to uh, approach who God really is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's, a, it's an analogy mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, and a very beautiful analogy mm-hmm. and, and, and descriptive I, I, I guess it's put in this in, in this context mm-hmm. to to just see the massive importance of who we are yeah. as far as God is concerned. Yeah. When I look at some things, you know, spe- uh, specifically in the Bible, in the Old Testament, you know, the priest, the priest had the the stones on the on the priest ephod 
in other words, they had the, the, the names of the 12 tribes, so they were engraved on parts of what the priests wore, but not on their body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. But the names of those tribes were in, engraved. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to question two. You know, uh, why is this a part, as God included this a part of his uh, character? Well, you know, when I was looking at it, again, I kind of looked at it from, you know, having God's uh, name, his names engraved on our hand. And I, I just looked at um, Jesus in John 10 and 27, 30 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand i and the father are one but really what it's saying here is that uh really that uh he knows us he knows us you know and there's a uh, my as i understand it you know the sheep you know they're you know they're probably branded you know we have cows that are branded but the Mm -hmm. sheep know who the shepherd is And the shepherd knows all of them. He doesn't, you know, you think that sheep, they all look the same. They all look the same. But the shepherd knows every one of them as if they have a big, bright neon sign upon on them. And he can call them by name. He calls them and and the sheep know who he is. They don't see a name or anything, but they know that in their mind, in their their memory, that that's their shepherd. Amen. Yeah, because, you know, they know what sheep have ailments, mm-hmm. you know, what has one has one eye bigger than the other and uh, uh, whose hair is, mm-hmm. is longer than the other, you know, and that's mm-hmm. something unique to really understanding, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the flock. Right. And if, you know, and if you had uh, a flock of sheep and I had a flock of sheep, if I went to call your sheep, they wouldn't answer me. Mm hmm. Or they wouldn't acknowledge me, but if it, it, but if you did, if you called them, they would come automatically. They would see you and come. Amen. Yeah. You know, I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Spirit told me as I, uh, you were speaking, uh, Pastor James, mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, a good example is twins, uh-huh. you know, identical twins. Uh-huh. You know, the average person may not know which twin is which twin. But after a while, you start looking and you know that one twin has a mole in the back of his ear mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't. And you can distinguish it from that. But if you just just offset, mm-hmm. you know, you have to make that effort mm-hmm. to distinguish mm-hmm. which twin is which. I mean, even the voice mm-hmm. may have a variation or mannerisms. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, that's 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 how God, you know, uh, works with us and, 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 and finds out our individualism. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you were uh, talking about that, I, I kind of thought thought about Jacob and and uh, Esau. Uh, Jacob was that Jacob and Esau were twins. And, you know, re- we really don't talk about that. We really talk about Esau coming out mm-hmm. and Jacob grabbing, grabbing his 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 uh, his heel mm-hmm. And, you know, so his name really means that, that, you know, he, he grabs, he's a trickster, he's all those things. And we really don't look at them as twins, but we know who they are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for Jacob, you know, he was, God knows who we are. Mm-hmm. And Jacob spent much, much of his life 
kind of with a split personality, a, a duality. God knew who he was, uh-huh. but just like us, sometimes when we go through life, you know, we're, you know, it's kind of like we have a, a person, a good person trying to get out and a bad person <laughs> yeah. trying yeah, to, trying that. to have uh, dominance. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was what was going on in with Jacob, but God knew who he was and he waited for him to know who he was so that when he came to him, you know, he gave him a new name that signified who he, who he really was. Amen. So he, he engraved upon him, you know, another name, a new name that really gave him a credence and spoke to his transformation. Amen. Amen. After he wrestled with the man, <laughs> All night long, or the Amen. angel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and I, I believe that's kind of deep, baby. Yeah, it, 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 it's very deep, <laughs> uh, Pastor James. You know, and you know, and God wants to. Uh, he's emphasizing in, uh-huh. in 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 that part of his character mm-hmm. is that he emphatically uh, believes that each one of us have an individual and very important significance. I like that. That's to, great. To uh, mm-hmm. his supreme pr- yes. purposes. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Uh, if we look at Jeremiah uh, 29 and 11, and we've quoted this verse uh, many times uh, in our podcast, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, mm-hmm. declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And these are plans are individualized. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And, and that's, the, that's why he, he, you know, he remembers our names because my plans, not your plan, right? Mm-hmm. Your yeah. plans, not my plan. Amen. You know, and, and when we go back to that engraving or, you know, he, he does that as a sign for us to do the same in our spirit. He says, I'm engraving on your, I'm a, you're engraved on my hand. So you should, I should be engraved on your spirit in your life. Amen. Amen. If we look at, at Isaiah 49, 15 mm-hmm. and, and 16, it's, it, God says, uh, God doesn't want us to, to uh, forget. Amen. Amen. You know? uh, it, it, he wants us to know that we are not ever forgotten. You know, sometimes we uh, with our friends, with our family, mm-hmm. you know, we make promises and everything like that. But then we get in the course of our day we forgot to do what we said we were going to do. Amen. 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 And we don't follow through, but God wants to know that we're never forgotten. Yeah. And you know, there's a, you're you're absolutely right. But, and I think about this, I think, you know, God wants to show us that he loves us in the song of Solomon. That really was a love story in song of Solomon eight and six. It says, set me as a seal over your heart. A seal is, is something is labeling you. And he says, set me as a seal over your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is as strong as death. This is really about love. That mm-hmm. seal just just uh, symbolizes and emphasizes that his love is supreme, that his love is, is permanently engraved, permanently set upon us. There's a seal upon us that when you see us, you recognize it's just like a light coming through the dark. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, or shining through the dark, right. I should say. Uh-huh. Isaiah 49 and 16 says, I will never forget you. See upon the palms of my hands. I have written your name. Amen. 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 You know, also God wants, uh, us to know that, uh, 
names are important because they identify hmm. who we are. I like know, that thing. I like know, that. Uh, uh, who we represent mm-hmm. and uh, how do we think. Hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at, uh, you, you just mentioned uh, a few minutes ago about name changes that mm-hmm. were in the mm-hmm. Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, Abram, uh, uh, Abraham was formerly named Abram. Mm-hmm. You know, God changed his name mm-hmm. and called him Abraham mm-hmm. because the significance mm-hmm. of of his name is 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 his promise to him. Mm-hmm. You know, being an exalted father, the mm-hmm. father of many nations. Mm-hmm. That's in uh, uh, Genesis uh, seventeen and, and five. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of name changes in the Bible, and and, and it was it represents the significance. Mm-hmm. Of you know what God you know has planned for those individual lives, mm-hmm. Amen. 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 You know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with uh, Peter, what his, yeah. was his first name? He, he was uh, known as Simon in the yeah. beginning, and mm-hmm. and, and it was changed. It was mm-hmm. changed to Peter mm-hmm. to, rock. to yeah. the Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the significance that he was going to be a foundation mm-hmm. to help build the church, Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know. Uh, Let's just go on and move on to our uh, next question then, is that the uh, why do we need to incorporate uh, this attribute into uh, our character? Amen. Amen. Well, you know, let me, I, I want to use a scripture from uh, Exodus 13 and 9, and it says, it shall be assigned it shall be to you as a sign on your hand and as a memorial between your eyes that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth for with a strong hand the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. And when we talk about celebrating uh, God and talk about remembering him, um, we talk about, you know, I, I guess if we're going to incorporate to the, into our spirit, we need to remember those things. We mm-hmm. need to know who God is. And if I was to speak to, you know, even to, uh, if we're going to begin to make sure this is embedded, we, we need to remember those times when he, he remembered our name enough to, to call upon us, to save us, to lift us up, so to speak. Amen. And I, I like that, Pastor James. And, and, and what you're really saying, you know, there, there has been, a movement in this country uh, stemmed by the motto uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's saying that, you know, uh, African Americans are not just something that's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a thing. We aren't uh, an animal. We're mm-hmm. not an object. Mm-hmm. You know, our lives matter. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, and, uh, Christian lives mm-hmm. uh, matter. You know, mm-hmm. your life uh, matters. Amen. Yeah. You know, God, when he is recognizing our name, he mm-hmm. is saying that we have value. Amen. Yeah. But, you know, and I hear that and what you just said, you know, he's speaking to the larger population that everybody, we should all recognize the significance of who we are, where we came from, our unique gifts and abilities and and uh, you know, and value those differences, that, that diversity that God has created. Amen. Amen. 
I like that, that diversity that he has created. And if we look at Romans 8, uh, 37 through 39, it mm-hmm. says, I'm persuaded that neither uh, death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor uh, things present nor things to come nor height nor debt nor mm-hmm. any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, and this scripture speaks for itself. Uh, Pastor, Pastor mm-hmm. James is in, in terms of uh, us really internalizing that God knows our name. Yeah. In, in the, the last days in, in the book of Revelation, it really talks about, you know, how um, the saints would be identified versus uh, Satan's people, that they would be branded, they would be marked. And, and, you know, God is looking at that, you know, there's, you know, it may not, we may not see it, but you know, you, you know, those, those, those folks who ain't right, you know, they might have that other brand on them. <laughs> right. But exactly. in the, but in the end it says, and I believe that that exists right now that we are sealed. We are sealed right now. Amen. We're sealed by the Holy Spirit Amen. that we are recognized, that we are uh, branded, so to speak, that, that, that God is, is, is claimed us as his. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and, and, and having a name gives us an, an individualized purpose for completing our life journey. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you cannot, uh, I, and I, I I believe this firmly that you, you got to have a purpose in life. You know, they had the book that came out, uh, Purposeful Life, and it's 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 true. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got to have a reason to get up every day. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You got to have a reason to be motivated to do things. Amen. And what better reason than knowing that we have we serve a God that knows our name? You know, and and we have to walk in His purpose you Amen. know to get the full enjoyment out of our life we know we got to learn to be comfortable mm-hmm. with uh who our identity is. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, if we look at uh, Genesis one and 26, it says, then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness mm-hmm. and let him have dominion over the fish and the sea and over the, the, uh, birds of, of the heavens mm-hmm. and over the livestock mm-hmm. and over all the earth and over every creeping thing, uh, on this earth, you know, that's a big responsibility, Mm -hmm. you know, that is a big, and and that's who we are. Mm -hmm. We're, 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 we're God, like we're in his image. And we, and then, so we have to take in consideration that he, he loves us that much to know our name, that we have to internalize that Mm -hmm. and take responsibility of our identity on this planet. Amen. 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 You know, and then also, finally, before we move on, you know, knowing uh, that God um, loves relationship. And a name name creates relationship, if you think about it, uh, Pastor James. Mm-hmm. You know, through a name, there's enlightenment, uh, there's partnership. You know, if we look at uh, Galatians 3 and 28, it says, for in Jesus Christ, we are all sons of God. Amen. Yeah, amen. We're all sons of God. Amen. You know, I just had a thought. You know, we were talking about um, uh, having um, 
uh, your body tattoo. And if I, I looked at, you know, if I look at this, uh, when Isaiah in forty nine sixteen says, behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. That means if God is symbolically saying, I've done this, mm-hmm. it's, he's not really telling us to do it, but it sounds like, you know, I've got you, you know, I, I have some identifying marks for you. Amen. Yeah. And Amen. I, you know, I, I just think about folks who have uh, the love, you know, have a Bible script, biblical scriptures on their on their body, body and things uh-huh. like that. I see that. I, yeah. Actually, I see that more in young people than I ever have uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I Amen. see that. So, okay, I kind of took us far afield. So bring <laughs> us back, Brother Ray. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, you know, we we uh, are down. Uh, we're, we're, he, we're headed to our uh, home uh, base. Okay. And uh, so let's uh, tell our audience how they can begin this process of internalizing this attribute of God knowing our names. Amen. 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 Well, you know, it's really, we've been talking about uh, looking at the Bible, reading the Bible and interpreting the Bible and, and making sure that it's in us so that he is in us. That's one of the things. Um, and I, you know, I know you're going to talk about, you know, that we pray, we pray, you know, that God will be in us that, you know, when his name, you know, we talk about, he engraves our. He engraves us on his hand. Amen. He should be engraved in our heart. Amen. It should be, you know, being being a follower of Jesus Christ is is being, you know, that's it's a heart thing. It's not a, a sign thing. It's something that that is inside of you that comes mm-hmm. out, and mm-hmm. you know, when folks see you, they recognize mm-hmm. that's one of. That's one of the Lord's people. Amen. 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 You know, I'm going to adopt that. I like that terminology. It's a heart thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. somebody tells me, why do you believe? I said, it's a, y'all say it's a heart thing. It's okay. I, I could use that. Pastor I think James. so. Yeah. Amen. You know, Pastor James, each week we, we stress four principles mm-hmm. uh, that are the foundation uh, of internalizing these attributes, don't we? Yes. You know, uh, prayer, mm-hmm. a commitment to Christ, mm-hmm. studying God's word, mm-hmm. and emulating his character. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let, let, let's start with prayer, uh, Pastor James. Does prayer really have to be formal? Yeah, well, I talked about it a little bit. Um, you know, you can pray anytime, anywhere. You know, that's you know, that's one of the things that, that stops people because they feel that they have to be have a formal posture uh, or a formal place to pray. But you need to pray. You know, it, prayer is about relationship with God. And you should be able to talk. If, if we believe that what Jesus said that, you know, I no longer call you disciples. What he said to disciples, I call you friend. You should be able to talk to your friend anytime. You should be able to talk to your daddy anytime, anywhere, for anything, in any circumstance. So it doesn't matter whether you're, whether you're in the car. It doesn't matter if you are uh, at the church. As a matter of fact, you know, we in the midst of this, you know, sometimes when we make a mistake, you know, we say a silent prayer, say, Lord, help me to mm-hmm. help us to go on. So you can pray anytime, anywhere. Amen. Amen. Yeah, um, you know the uh, one of the rituals of the Islamic faith is praying three, three times, times a day. day. Mm-hmm. You know, is that something that we should adopt as Christians? Uh, I don't think I don't think we need to be prescriptive. Uh, it's just you know when you you pray 
you pray as often as you need. When I'm trying to say it, I would suggest that, you know, if you want to get to know God, you need to read about him. You need to understand who he is. You need to be with other folks. Uh, We're talking about church and congregating, bringing ourselves together, gather with other folks who have something in common. But, you know, if you're going to, you know, it's a it's a one on one thing. It's about a relationship. If it's about a relationship, uh, you know, it, it may be it may be that I may pray all day long. Amen. If I pray for 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 four or five hours, if I spend the morning in prayer and devotion, uh, does it mean that I need to pray three times a day? I pray as I need to hear from God, as I need to 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 cry out to to the Lord. So you can pray one time, you can pray ten times, you can pray however you need to pray, but you just need to pray. It's about relationship. Because if you don't, if you don't talk to your wife, if you don't talk to your friend, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> hey, now it's over. <laughs> it's through. You know, what does the Bible say? Uh, 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 a nagging woman. What was that about being on the, the is, is on the roof? On the roof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. you set yourself up yeah. like that when you don't uh, yeah. talk to your wife mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, try to understand her uh, concerns. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of building the relationship. And the same with uh, a God. You know, prayer is about uh, uh, sincerity and honesty mm-hmm. and uh, unpretense, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Pastor. Right, being real. And, and, right, being real. So you know, it, it's, it's it's how you 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 feel your sensitivity to God. I think prayer is is, is a mindset. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they when they there's a scripture about praying unceasingly, yeah. right? Praying and and, and they don't mean that you know you're down on your knees every, yeah. every minute. It's it's that you have a mindset that yeah. God is with you mm-hmm. and that you're including mm-hmm. him actually yeah. in your thought process, yeah. you know. Yeah, and wherever you go, when, you know, whatever situation you find yourself in, when you leave the house, it's, 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 a, it's a presence thing. It's having God with you. You're right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, and, 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 and Jesus in, in, in Matthew uh, uh, 6 uh, nine to thirteen, he talks about uh, hypocritical prayer. You know, you're praying because you feel that this is, a, you know, you want everybody to hear. Uh, you're, you're using all these, uh, I guess, uh, terms, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, high terms mm-hmm. to uh, approach God, thinking He's going to be impressed with your. Mm-hmm. Uh, your oratorical skills. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, look at this. You know, some folks, you know, have uh, they have pendants or necklaces that have prayer. You know, you have wear a T-shirt that has a prayer. You have pray on your your hat. You have a bumper sticker and, you know, you don't pray. You know, it, it, it's one thing to have an outward display. But, you know, prayer is is kind of that that inward uh, passion for God. And you you demonstrate you don't have to shout to the roof. To, you don't have to shout to the world about that. That's between you and God. You know, if I don't have prayer on my my on my um, as a tattoo, that doesn't mean anything. If you have it, that's fine. But you ought to live what you're doing. Amen. Amen. And that moves us to living what you're doing is the commitment. Our second uh, principle that we uh, stress. 
uh, on our podcast is that commitment to uh, Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that involves uh, an intimate relationship with with three spiritual uh, entities. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And God. these entities, spiritual entities will God are going to guide person. you and direct you and, and, and continue to validate your significance. Mm-hmm. The importance of the scripture, the attribute we talked about today of, of God remembering your name is, is we want that, con- as humans, we want that continued validation of our, our significance. And these mm-hmm. three entities are going to continually validate your uh, significance. In other words, they know your name and who you are. Amen. 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 You know, uh, you know uh, Matthew uh, 6 and 9 says, pray like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Mm-hmm. Hallowed be the name. You know, uh, you you uh, mentioned early in the podcast, uh, P- Pastor James, about reciprocating what God has has uh, the fact that He knows our name. We need to hallow His mm-hmm. name mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, our third principle, of course, we we always stress uh, reading uh, God's Word. It's very, very important to read uh, and, 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 and study um, God's word. If you look mm-hmm. at uh, First uh, uh, John, uh, uh, John uh, 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word, the word was with God, and the, and the word was God. So, Amen. you know, God's word is actually who he is. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And then finally, uh, this is the essence of God is three, six, five is we, we stress as our final principle to learn to emulate his character. Mm -hmm. It is so very important and vital. You know, if you look at, uh, Proverbs 18 and 10, it says the name of the Lord is a strong fortress the godly run to him and are safe amen amen uh john 14 and 14 says if you ask me anything in my name i will do it so we have to emulate who god is emulate his practices you know emulate his word Mm -hmm. and and you will be amazed at the transformation in your life amen amen you'll find yourself in his book your name will be in his book. Your name will be in his book. Amen. 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 You know, and uh, Psalms one thirteen and four and six it says, "God is higher than anything and anybody, outshining everything that you can see in the skies." You know, who can compare with God? Mm-hmm. You know, who mm-hmm. is so majestically enthroned Mm -hmm. you know that's why we stress at the beginning of this you know it's good to have heroes but your ultimate hero needs to be god emulate what he has displayed for us amen amen well let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up and give it you know summarize it's been an interesting uh discussion and um, you know we may have gone far afield, but you know that God, God really is is directing everything that we do. And so I I pray that 
you know, something that you've heard today is a, a blessing. We pray that you, you've been blessed today and that, you know, when we talk about God's name in your hand, that you realize how much God loves you. And so I, I just, I have a verse I want to uh, tell a little story about, and uh, hopefully that'll uh, just reiterate all the things that we've been talking about uh, today. And so uh, in John, John 20 and 27, it says, then he said to Thomas, this is Jesus, put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. This is Jesus after he had, you know, this is appropriate because we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday Amen. last week, Easter Sunday, and, and Jesus you know, he got up on the third day. He got up with all power in his hand. And, and, and so some of the disciples had seen him. But Thomas, uh, he had appeared a couple of times, but Thomas didn't see him. So the next time he came around, Thomas said, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. And so Thomas had the opportunity to see Jesus. And Jesus knew about Thomas's doubt. And, you know, we have that same doubt. But, you know, he told him, he said, look at my hands. Look at this, some nails in my hands. And, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of a story uh, that I, I heard. There was a fire in the building. And the building, it was, it was burning up, Brother Ray. Mm-hmm. And there was a little boy that was up on uh, the upper levels of this building, probably on the fifth or sixth floor. And the fire was spreading really fast. And, and it looked like it was, you know, he wouldn't have, you know, any chance of getting out. Uh, but there was on the outside of the building, there was a pipe that was extended from the building. And a fireman came up that pipe. Amen. That pipe, you know, was hot. Mm-hmm. And he climbed up and he rescued the boy. The, the pipe was burning hot. And wow. even though the fireman had gloves on, uh, his gloves, when he got yeah, down with the boy, were they were they were burnt. They were smoking. Wow. They were not only burnt, they were smoking. <laughs> oh, wow. And, huh. and, and so... When so when he removed his gloves, he he immediately he rinsed his hands in water to relieve the pain. He was he was hurting, and and his hands were 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 burnt, wow. were slightly burnt, and but the boy was uh, safely Amen. rescued, and but the bad thing is that he lost his parents in that fire. Oh man! And so some months later, he came up for adoption, and. There was some folks who wanted him. There was a professor who who said he wanted to adopt him, that he wanted to help him to be a genius. He he thought he could turn him into something uh, uh, wonderful. And then there was an engineer who said, uh, I I want that, you know, I want to adopt him. I I can do, I can help him learn how to do some great things and figure out how to build bridges and all those things. But there was a third man that came in, and the boy looked at him, and he said, Your Honor, he's talking to the judge there in court. He said, Your Honor, can this man have me? Amen. And the judge was a little bit puzzled. And so he asked the boy, he said, why, why do you want this man to take me? And the boy said, he said, because I see his hands and I know who he is. Amen. Now, look, it's nice to have an educator want you. Amen. And want to mold you and shape you, or an engineer want to make you great, mm-hmm. or have a doctor who can take care of you. But when somebody loves you enough 
to burn their hands, Amen. when they love you enough to share your pain, Amen. when they love you enough to hurt, Preach. when you ache and you ache, and when they will be there when your life is falling apart, when they can show you their hands, Amen. and you know they paid the price, mm -hmm. and they love you. If you want to know who loves you, look at their hands. In Jesus' hands, Amen. there were some nails, and I believe that those hands were our names. Take it to the cross. Jesus has paid the price, and mm. he loves you so much, he gave his life so that you could live. Amen. 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 Wow. We have Amen. a podcast and a sermon at the same time. Praise Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, so hopefully, you know, you realize when we we're not talking about this literally, but look, we want to point you to Jesus Christ always, always. And you, all you have to do is look at this scripture. That's what he he told uh, Thomas. He said, Thomas, look at my hands. See the nails in my hands. This is. The engraving. I've engraved your name because I died for you. I love you so Amen. much. Amen. And so that's that's what God was trying to accomplish. That's what Jesus came down to show us graphically that He has our names engraved in His hands. Amen. Can we Amen. pray about it? Let's pray about it. Heavenly thanks. Father, we just thank you for this podcast. We thank you for all those who are listening. Oh, we thank you that our life, we will put our life in your hands and we will trust you, Lord God, to take care of us, to love us. Thank you for engraving our name on your hands. Thank you for remembering us. Thank you for loving us, Lord God, when we didn't even know. And so, Lord God, help us to remember, Lord God, Heavenly Father, not just that our names are engraved on your hand, but Lord, help us to engrave your name in our heart that we may be a blessing to others, that we might show the love of God in our hearts and that we give you all the glory. This is our prayer and it's in the mighty, in the majestic, in the magnificent name of Jesus, we declare it all. And all the people of God said together, amen, amen, amen and, and amen. Amen. All right. This concludes this edition of God is 365. We'd like to invite each and every listener to join this great uh, worldwide uh, spiritual revolution. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember, first and foremost, from sunrise to sunset, that, that God, God is 365. God, God bless. God bless you. Praise the Lord, faithful listeners. If you enjoyed our message for today, your donation to help us continue this podcast will be greatly appreciated. Simply go to our website, www.godis365.org, and simply push the donation button. We'd like to thank you, thank you, thank you thank in advance you, for your precious gifts. Yes. Amen, and Amen. God bless God and bless keep you. you until we meet again. Amen. God bless you, everybody.